Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet here. Doing a quick introduction for part two of the 2021 Swaggy Award nominations. If you did not get a chance to go back and listen to Rich and I's part one, uh, for all the categories you're used to that are not a part of this episode, make sure you go wherever you're getting your podcast and listen to it now. Once this episode is up and you're listening to it, you can go over to arcadeadio.net slash swaggyawards and cast your votes for everything you're hearing today and everything you've already heard for part one. Without any further ado, let's pick it back up with Rich and I in our second half of the 2021 Swaggy nominations. Best out-of-character performance a week year for this. Last year, we had to give it to The Undertaker because he was the only person fucking doing anything. Uh, this year, uh, you actually had more than me initially, and I came up with more. Uh, my nominee was The Miz on Dancing with the Stars, if only for that absolutely nightmare-inducing genie outfit he had to wear. Uh you, we've referenced it many times, did the Eddie Kingston article on the Players' Tribune. Again, if you haven't read that, and if you also haven't read the Amanda Huber Players' Tribune article, go read that. Uh, when you don't have work to do, when you're I was about to crying. Say, I, I'm, I wasn't exactly ready for that one yet. I read it, and I shouldn't have. I literally had to take a break from work when I was reading it. Um, but to lighten it up, uh, you picked David Arquette's Family Feud team. <laughs> Who was on that team again? It was uh, RJ City. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dalton Castle, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Avalon, and Jungle Boy, <laughs> and of course David Arquette, and of course David Arquette. And if you haven't watched uh, David Arquette and RJ City, absolutely crush and nail Fast Money. Do yourself a favor. It's 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 great. They're they're very good together. You can it's tell the they spend a lot of time together. It's the most lucid I've seen Arquette ever. Uh, yeah. My, my other two nominees I've uh, came up with today were uh, Adam Cole on Twitch. Because yep. he is the nicest human being that's ever lived. Um, and CM Punk in AEW. Shut up. <laughs> he, hey, for everything you're saying, it is out of character to him for what he is doing at the moment. Well, yeah. Yes, that's, that is, that was a te- joke at me. Te- technically, yes. It's all going to end horribly. I can't wait. Um, best release. Uh, last year's winner was Michael Wynn's Appendix. This year, I don't. This year, I might have won again. It. He happened to. If he have two appendixes, it would have. Uh, Rich, buddy, I, I just love this quote. This one just doesn't feel right this year. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people lost their fucking jobs, and while while a company's reporting record fucking earnings, um, feels like you know, regardless of how we can spin best release to be, you know, a good bad thing, whatever, yeah. um. Fucking sucks. <laughs> Fucking sucks what they're doing and continue to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm still going to read the seven people I nominated, but I'm sure. very much going to make the, an eighth choice. Quote, this one just doesn't feel great this year. And just see where people lean. Yeah. I, I think it's fair. 
Uh, so my nominees for the ones that are like, hey, go set the world on fire, kid, are uh, Malachi Black and Samoa Joe, which I already referenced earlier. I did just to point out the fact that he is one of the first people ever that got released and rehired and then now is just, again, not being used. All the rest of them are more so in the initial vein of this award, like Alex Riley and Jack Swagger, who won. Karrion Cross, Nia Jack, Lars Sullivan, that happened this year. The Velveteen Dream happened this year in terms of, like, finally being let go. Yeah. And then uh, one that kind of falls in the middle, at least I remember from All Out Weekend, where he just continually shit all over his promos, uh, Buddy Matthews. You know, some (laughs) secrets are meant to stay that way. Yeah, I don't I don't like to know what Bill Murray whispered in Scarlett Johansson's ear in Lost in Translation. Like, that's open to interpretation. That yeah. should be his new gimmick. Open to interpretation, Buddy Matthews. Ah, <laughs> uh, but what the fuck do I know? He wrestled Okada, so whatever. True. I hope he's everywhere. He'll be one of those guys that this next year will be having like six different titles in a bunch of different places. Yeah. Uh, best new signing. Last year's winner was Eddie Kingston. I'll say, I'm just going to say, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, just you know, maybe run your uh, your I've been released video by some people, some, somebody with a brain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we can just run through these because these are all self-explanatory. Uh, yeah. CM Punk, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, Malachi Black, Andrade, Ruby Soho. Yeah, none of them should have been candidates for this award <laughs> oh man point. you guys are so so biased against wwe and all you do is just talk about aew i would love to know so oh yeah best signing uh, uh fucking samoa joe yeah <laughs> technically that's the only Adding person it. they fucking signed this year at it and gable stefson yeah which is oh my god you signed an olympic gold medalist what a get for you jerk offs um <laughs> Uh, this one, so we do have to put up uh, uh, best wrestling meme category, but I won't put this one up. Uh, best new show, because there's, there's only one. AEW Rampage. Congratulations. You was, win. Was, was Elevation Dark technically this year? It was. Yeah. I but think... I, I wouldn't even nominate it, because I don't no. watch it. And it's just, I, well, I do appreciate how they use those two shows to <clears throat> pardon me, to inflate records um records because mm-hmm. that does make me feel like the work is being done without making me have to watch it sure. like it's very easy in my mind to justify a guy getting a tnt title shot if he's you know fucking like 20 and, and six you know and like it all happened on dark it's like yeah sure fucking go you're telling me he's 26 and then they, you know the match i can i could find them if i wanted to you mm-hmm. know it's not all on like fucking house shows and shit that i can't see you know like great thanks for thanks for you know putting in the work yeah they're putting they're putting their show yeah they are showing their work for they're showing school. the work yes yeah. yeah i somebody had an idea that i really like where they introduce like a dark championship and it's basically like what ROH used to do to a much lesser extent of like the top of the class trophy for their recruits. And like you hold that. And like when you lose that, then you basically are supposed to become like a part of the main show. So like, it's kind of like their developmental show where like right now the champion would be like earlier in the year, powerhouse Hobbs, you know? And then when powerhouse Hobbs like loses it, the next thing, you know, like he's with Moxley, he's in team Taz, like Mm -hmm. it's a way to develop and build guys. So I, I think that'd be a great idea. Uh, botch of the year. Last year's winner was Edge's first spear being missed at the Royal Rumble. 
we had nothing for this. Again, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's recognizing things that suck or things that were funny and bad in the year. So I have five nominees. Uh, the most famous one is going to be the uh, exploding barbed barb wire deathmatch uh, at AEW Revolution being at the time when people were like, oh, man, like how are they going to recover? And it's just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> some some, sp- some sparklers went poo-poo. Like, I think they'll be fine. But it's still a pretty epically bad moment. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned the Lance Archer thing earlier. I don't even feel good putting it on there because I just did it because I didn't have any other ideas. And then I came up with these other three. Uh, Mandy Rose slipping and falling on her ass at WrestleMania. (laughs) Forgot about that. It was very funny. And she took it in stride. Exactly how it should be done. Uh, Jim Ross on commentary just refusing to remember that his name is Brian Danielson and refusing to remember that the company is not WWE. And God bless him. He's got a lot going on. Get well soon, JR. You were doing that way before any of that stuff started. So that's why I still feel fine nominating you here. And uh, lastly, one that I literally almost forgot until uh, I saw something about it on Reddit, like this morning, Uh, Paul Heyman, not knowing how to get handcuffs off somebody at the Royal Rumble. It was in between the women's and the men's rumble match. So I was outside, like, just, like, chit-chatting with people who were doing their chugs, whatever. And I forget who ran in. I think it might have been Topin. He's just like, bro, this is the shits. And I'm like, what? He goes, Paul Heyman can't get – they had to stop the count in the last man standing match. I'm like, what? That's horrible. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So those are are my botch nominees. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. You think Owens is going to AEW? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Him and Sammy are so gone. And if we just get a Steen and Generico team again, fucking fine. Oh, we won't. Kevin Steen will be a main event guy, yes, as he yes. should be. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to get all out fucking Civil War with yep. Mount Rushmore and Elite and Bullet Club and fucking yep. whatever else. And it's going to be yep. great uh, with Johnny Gargano and the Undisputed Era and Kyle O'Reilly. And fuck, who? Uh, Reckless Youth will be back. You don't even know who the fuck that is. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of Reckless Youth. <laughs> I Jerry couldn't Lynn. recognize him. No, that, Jerry yeah. Lynn's going to join the best friends. Uh, it's going to be great. Fuck. All full circle. Uh, we're having so much fun. Let's talk about bad wrestling matches, huh? Uh, worst match of the year. Last year's winner was The Fiend versus Goldberg. Don't worry. The Fiend is back because Rich and I both picked The Fiend versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Alexa Bliss comes out of a box with goo. Not you. Okay. Here's relaxation. What? Alexa, stop. And then you never see the fiend again. No. <laughs> well, you're not the fiend. Except you saw on... Bray once. Bray cut one promo like two weeks later, a Funhouse promo that if you watch back was pretty telling where he's like, you'll, he's like, you never know when you'll see me again. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Sort of like winking a nod. Because he was like, we got to move on to bigger and better things. I'm not worried about that Alexa. And it's just like, okay, we're just going to like, okay, sure. And then, yeah, we never saw him again. Uh, Which I don't think we have anything else Bray Wyatt related here. Like, we don't have him on releases. We don't have him on, like, anything else. I honestly doubt we'll ever see him in wrestling. I mean, we will. But it could be a while. And I'm fine with that. Give give him time to breathe. Uh, That match was so bad, you immediately were tapped out of that second night of WrestleMania right away. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we had a pretty tiring day buying toys anyway, but you were just like, you were asleep probably. I'm just yeah. hiding it. Well, 
uh, a couple Charlotte matches here because, again, she's a crazy person. So uh, Charlotte versus Lacey Evans on Raw, where they had the chemistry of uh, Bjork and Dr. Pepper. Uh, it was rough city. Uh, that was this year that Lacey Evans is pregnant from Ric Flair storyline. I can't tell if that pain is your body oh. or just thinking about it. Oh. <laughs> uh, also, that Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax match where Charlotte started shooting on Nia Jack, and Nia Jack was like, um, no, and just started hitting her back. Um, keep the WWE women's train rolling with uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. All 20-some seconds of it in a, just a bullshit decision. Also on that same show, Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. Not you. Oh, I thought I heard my name. <laughs> oh, no, I feel bad. And lastly, what everyone's winner apparently is, uh, Damien Priest versus The Miz in a zombie lumberjack match at Congrats. WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah. A match so bad, The Miz tore his ACL. Pardon me while I stick my hand down my pants and readjust my balls. <laughs> you know, we didn't have anything there. Any AEW matches. Oh, there they are. Best match of the year. Flash's <laughs> <laughs> year's winner was the Young Bucks versus Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. AEW Revolution this year. Uh, we, I, I'll get the one WWE match I, I have written down at last minute today. Uh, yeah, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. WrestleMania main event night one. That was another big markout uh, match for us. I remember us watching it and being pretty stoked. The hair whip was one of the loudest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, I should. Oh, that's what I need that for botch of the year. Michael Cole fucking up the end of that match. Yep. Jesus. Cole. One, two. She kicked out. No. <laughs> Grace is being like, you fool. So that's my one WWE match. Uh, Rich, what was your nominee? No, you have another. You have another WWE match there, technically. The I first, do. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. I don't even. What is that? I know. I know. UK. Was uh, <laughs> that? That has to be the cheapest thing possible for that to not be touched ever. Look at who they still are technically quote unquote employing. Uh, Ilya Dragunov versus Walter for the NXT UK Championship. Walter has not been seen or heard from since, and that terrifies me. Uh, or it doesn't, or he goes to AEW too. <laughs> no, Walter's just been living his 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 best life with fucking who is it, Ginny? G- Walter and Ginny are having sex right now. Whenever you're listening, to yeah, this. that means when we're recording this, and that means whenever you're listening to this. Yep, they just fucking Walter fucks like he chops. It's it's fucked up to see him smile. Hmm. That's how you know you've been doing a good job as a, as a wrestling character is, is when someone can see you smile. This is your worst out-of-character performance is Walter smiling. <laughs> so, I ha- so I had my first doomsday, not doomsday, but my first like, man, why is it 7.45 in the morning? I'm taking a shower, getting ready for work and starting to think about the rumble thought the other day. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know what the fuck they drew with Drew at Mania. And I definitely think Drew's going to be like the guy talking about winning the rumble this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, but I don't, I don't know if they're actually gonna do him and Roman at Mania. It kind of seems, and I'm like, what if they actually fucking do Walter and they do like Drew Walter? No, no. and they, I know, I know, I know. Shut up, I know. Take another shower. <laughs> and then I'm like, ooh, what about Walter and Big E? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep trying. 
I'm trying. Uh, Rich, what that's, was your nominee? God, that's such a big canvas for Walter to fucking hit. Yeah. Uh, my nomination uh, was a match that we saw live and in person as the Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros in a cage at All Out. It was magnificent. Uh, I've never matched that. That uh, like f- for as far as matches go, match of the night stole the show. Except it didn't because like some new hires fucking <laughs> ended up doing that later. But it's uh, definitely the best, yeah. definitely the best cage match I've ever seen. One of the best tag matches I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, any match that makes me and Spencer Hamilton hug each other and cry. Because you finally saw fucking Pentagon Jr. win that live is, and in person. It might be my image of the year is a bloody Pentagon hugging his daughter <laughs> and being like, this is a bad parenting decision, but God damn it, I'm emotional. Yeah. It was just beautiful. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I have a plethora of other AEW nominees. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. It's hard to live up to that. And they did. And it was wonderful. Um, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. People don't realize that was the shortest match on that show. <laughs> oh, is... I, I, I definitely realized that because, Crazy. and and it was, it was it was it was it was always meant to be that way. It was always destined to be that way. Yeah, because ugh, God, I love that match so much, and I I, I was just I hesitant it. to um, even even like include it as a nominee because i i just thought it was something that i liked you know yeah. like because i don't think it was necessarily a, a a technically good match but it was it was perfect it told the perfect story between yes. that they were telling it was it was uh, in continuity with the story that they had, were leading up to like kingston didn't want to he didn't give a fuck about winning the match nope. he gave a fuck about beating the shit out of punk which is also why he didn't. He was like in perfect, fine, fucking spirits eating catering the following Wednesday. He won. I yeah, I, I uh, achieved my goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and Punk won the match, stayed undefeated. You know, and 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 did what he wanted to do. It was perfect. Absolutely. Five fucking no notes. I made my wife rewatch that the next day because she had fallen asleep. <laughs> I was like, "You need to watch this. This is important How are you for our marriage." Married? <laughs> I sat her down and clockwork oranged her for 11 and a half minutes. Uh, also, I put uh, MJF versus Darby Allen from that same exact show. One of the best opening matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Incredibly good. That match was incredible. And then uh, Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki uh, on YouTube. On yeah. fucking YouTube. Um. Another match that I that I still think about, um, but I don't think it'd necessarily be match of the year material was mm-hmm. um uh Sheeta Deeb. Um Ooh, yes. Uh I think their second match. Um for the yeah, the in the tournament. In the tournament, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, the match is really good. We'll talk about uh Serena Deeb a little later, but um, I'm gonna put Deeb versus Sheeta because I'm just banking on their third match tomorrow mm-hmm. to be on this list. So let's see if we called our shot. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Best use of a legend or celebrity last year's winner was Pat McAfee. Um, I don't even consider him that anymore. Oh, God damn it. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, We both put Shaq, which that definitely feels like another year. But that was the year. I had to check. Let's not remember. Let's not forget, I should say, 
that Shaq apparently has Undertaker transforming abilities in AEW canon because he just disappeared from that ambulance and we don't know why. Uh, you put the Trials of Jericho, mm-hmm. which is uh, an excellent way to give Juventud Guerrero props without saying his name. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you called me out. Because that's exactly what that was. Yeah, I'll still put it just to confuse people and they'd be like, just, just say Hooventude. Um, uh, these two, I'm pissed that I, I didn't think of that I forgot. Because uh, the, the, your, your middle one there is the winner. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. Bad Bunny yes. was the MVP of WrestleMania Night One. Yes. And even before that, had such a deep appreciation. I'll talk about this till I'm blue in the face. Is, is, the, is on the Mount Rushmore already of wrestling celebrities. From yeah. beginning to end. He's what we've always wanted out of that. Out yeah. of that role, he, the, yes, it's bad. I luck. legitimately want to see him in wrestling again. I almost bought tickets to see him perform a concert <laughs> just based off of that. Just in the hopes that we get there and he does like a code red. Yeah, he is performing at the Allstate Arena, so you never know. I would love for you to go to a show you will understand zero words to. <laughs> poor K, I got poor K. <laughs> <laughs> um i also put this isn't a serious one uh, neither one of these are i put Paige van zant just because like she she gets wrestling and uh rest in peace wrestle with the plot um i got shut down for obvious reasons but it was a fun run and uh Rosario- I, I, when that when that got shut down i almost messaged you and tope just to see how you guys were doing should have messaged widden really uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um and, and this one, just because I can't believe this happened, Rosario Dawson jumping on the back of Malachi Black. This was great. I I wish I remembered this one, too. That's I'm voting for that. Well, no, I'm voting for Bad Bunny. I'll vote twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like that happened. And now, I th- is she still on? Like, they redid the cast for that Go Big show. But, like, she's still on? It's like, why are you still on this show? You're, like, in Star Wars now. Yeah. It's like Snoop Dogg wouldn't do it. Uh, I have to point out... Uh, one of the greatest things that ever happened was they hired Snoop Dogg to read the nominees for the Golden Globes yesterday morning, uh-huh. and they didn't prep him at all. Oh, so man. his pronunciation by, of everything. They didn't prep him at all. You mean he didn't? They he did not respond to any <laughs> requests for prep. He woke up 15 minutes beforehand and was like, "Motherfucker, I know how to read." And then saw the names and was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Dennis Villanueva. <laughs> <laughs> that is, he got the knee right, but he definitely said Villanueva. Um, he didn't say Charlie Villanueva, so that was a win. Best hot tag. Last year's winner was Luchasaurus. I voted for Luchasaurus again because he's always a fun hot tag. You didn't have anything here. This is always a hard one to kind of barometer, so I'll, I'll rattle them off real quick. John I Silver. I tag matches. <laughs> I don't even know whose opinion that would be to call you a name. Uh, John Silver, who very very much does like a mini Cesaro tag, basically at this point, especially yeah, yeah. in the big multi-man Dark Order ones. Uh, Leo Rush, in the couple matches he's had with Dante Martin, has just been on point. And another person was like, yeah, they had you too. Yep. They and, had you. and they had him, and they had him telling Bobby Lashley to bend over and show that butt. That's what they had him doing. In an alternate, like, I know we're all about multiverses nowadays. I hope there's a multiverse where MVP is telling Bobby Lashley to bend over and Leo Rush, is, Leo Rush just gets to walk out in a suit with a cane like a boss. Yeah. Be cool. 
Uh, and also Randy Orton, because he's at the point in his career where Randy Orton's a hot tag guy. Um, I, I think it, w- uh, uh, it wouldn't be unsafe uh, to, to also include Ray Phoenix there. Yeah, yeah. I think Ray normally gets the, the hot tag, so I'll, I'll add him on your list. Perfect. Give us a nice solid round five. Five? Worst gimmick of the year. Uh, here we Best and worst gimmick are another one of my, one of my favorites. Last year's winner was a Retribution. Uh, I feel like it's not a gimmick anymore, but just the names Mason T-Bar should still count, but they don't. Uh, we'll go back and forth here a little bit. Uh, I'll start. Uh, Duke Hudson, poker player, who's Wait, not that, good at poker. Real? Yeah. Really? So Duke it's... Hudson in NXT is a as a poker gimmick. I feel like I feel like I feel so bad because you're giving me the Augie tone. <laughs> you give me the tone of voice where you're explaining wrestling things to Augie, and I, 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 I'm number one. Augie's dad definitely tried to sell bootleg CDs called Augie Tones in like 1993. <laughs> <laughs> number, number, number two, uh, they only yeah. got one song on them. They're Augie Tones. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into who's like greatest hit CDs. Uh, Six hundred CDs, uh, two songs each. Um, yeah. He has vignettes where, like, he's talking about how playing poker helps him in the ring, and then, like, now he's in a feud with Cameron Grimes, where, like, he just keeps losing to Cameron Grimes at poker. It's bad. It's so bad. So, Again, I wish Tope was here because there's nothing Tope loves more than wrestling and poker, and the marriage of which is bad. It's going, it's going poorly. It sounds. Yeah. Yeah, um, right. what can is it too early to put on whatever's happening with the the Jiro fella? Uh, uh, you mean jacket time? That's what Kushida's doing now too. Him and Kushida are in a tag team, but also Jiro like randomly is taking shits. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll. <laughs> so you know how I like to try to like, like, uh, <laughs> like summarize these in two words. So Duke yes. Hudson, poker player. It could be Jiro. Would it just be jacket shitter? <laughs> All I know is I saw something about him on a toilet. I don't know. I don't. I, I didn't watch War Games, uh, so I don't have the context either. I saw like the wrestling with regret, like recap, where like I saw like the little snippet of it, and I was just like, I don't get it either. And Brian Zane was like, Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> it's just nobody watched well enough to know what's happening. Um, Rich, you have carrying cross. What would be his two word gimmick? Helmet guy. <laughs> I guess uh, uh, foreboding sub <laughs> would that be that's good uh, again. Uh, uh, fucking douchebag. Basically, you know, his, you know what his gimmick is? Goatee. Because <laughs> he has a fucking goatee. I mean, so does your boy Braun Breaker, but hey. fucker has a goatee in in 2021. What are you, what are we doing? Stop it. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Uh, next, I have uh, Nikki A.S.H. Her gimmick is literally in her name, and they say it all yeah. the time. And it breaks my heart because it's her idea. But it, I feel like it's her idea because she's like, new Vince would just, would just go for it. Yeah, which, and, like, if that's also the case, like, you know what? She, she, she's still employed. Yep, she's got, you know? she got a paying gig. Uh, yeah, so almost a superhero. Uh, Rich, you have uh, Tony D'Angelo. 
fuck that guy. <laughs> he doesn't even have a Chicago. Like, no, he's supposed to be like from Chicago or whatever. Nothing about him is in Chicago. Uh, um, can I put a, a almost on here too? He's sure. Don't put him on there. Don't put him on there. I'm kidding. It's gonna be really sad when he beats AJ Styles in two minutes of WrestleMania this year. Uh, uh, well, I'm glad I won't be watching. Yeah. Uh, next, I have Mi Ying. Uh, evil. Nothing. Sorceress. Well, now, so so you. Well, now follow. she's nothing. But last yeah, I no. last I was watching, she was a sorceress. It seemed. Yeah, she was like an ageless sorceress. She was an ageless sorceress who had special powers, and then like the first NXT 2.0, Which, she wrestled her first fair. match. Also bad. Yeah. She um she had her first match and she immediately lost to uh Indy Hartwell. And then now she's just Karen Q again and is just has like a narcoleptic gimmick, maybe? Cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh Triple H had a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> uh Alexa Bliss, her gimmick is Bray Wyatt. <laughs> is they're they're still running with that. No, she hasn't been on TV since... Uh, she has been on TV about three months now. Oh, so her gimmick is Bray Wyatt. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so you were right the whole time. Uh, set up and spiked. Um, Rich, you have QT Marshall. What, what is QT Marshall's gimmick? Uh, uh, just being a... a <laughs> an energy suck. He's a high wattage light bulb. Uh, by it's just it's just nothing about him is no it's is good. He's just it's nepotism at its finest. Truly. Um, my last two are uh, Eva Marie. That was this year, man. They brought her back on TV. I, I could have put Dewdrop on here, but that's not a gimmick. That's just a name. Same thing with like Mason T Bar. Uh, I feel Correct. bad for her. But she's she's still got a job. Even Marie doesn't. And uh, this is just me being petty. But uh, Matt Cardona. Uh, Oh yeah, I mean that's still right. I mean that's never wrong. Yeah, I did that because that's his best gimmick, and I had to write down Matt Cardona. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought we were going to do this in an opposite order. (laughs) I went backwards. Good job for you. Yeah. So for best gimmick last year's winner was Roman Reigns, and I have Matt Cardona as one of my choices. And gimmick would be. Uh, WWE wrestler. <laughs> it's brilliant. It really is. He yeah, really... I mean, he, he summed it up in that tweet where he said WWE was my developmental. Like, yeah, he's he has done the best job of like leveraging his where he's from, uh, and and cashing in on that. Uh, he's done a better job of that than than most people. Everyone shit all over him for not changing a goddamn thing, and he's just like, yeah, all right, fine. Call. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Also, like you could also be called like delusional deathmatch wrestler. <laughs> like, yeah, he thinks, yeah. It's yeah. I I hate it pains me to do it, but for like two weeks, Macarena was the hottest thing in professional wrestling. Yeah, and now thankfully everything's back to normal, and he's going to win the NWA championship from Trevor Murdoch. Uh, let's get into some actual fun stuff, huh? You and I both have Hangman Adam Page. Yep. Uh, looks to, by the looks of it, we both wrote him down first. Yep, anxious millennial cowboy. It's it's. So nuanced and so perfect. Yep. Um, I sh- uh, we both also have this next one that I have, and you have it later on. Miro. Yep. Uh, what would that? Uh, I always like to equate it. Uh, just a god hater or god gods. Uh, 
it's it's again it's also complicated and nuanced because yeah. that relationship with god has uh changed with every with every match basically uh, so i think the, the most consistent thing you could about this you could say about him is is wife pleaser <laughs> um yeah, basically i would also like to take this moment as well to gloat about last year when everyone was like man worried about miro and i'm like no just you fucking wait this is the I, best way this could have happened for him it was just how much of kip sabian was involved that's all i, I know i know but i wasn't worried about the miro of it at all yeah he uh he should probably be a part of best promo because his pre-tapes are always each one of them is gonna have two of the coolest fucking 80s like super villain lines you've ever fucking heard yup i'm He's, i'm literally i'm going back and adding that <laughs> he is yeah actually i'm honestly surprised i didn't have it there either because him and, and actually i just forgot to fucking put it um because uh, oftentimes my uh, uh sort of standard for best mm-hmm. promo is uh if you if you make me put up put down the phone get off the laptop Yes. Take away all of the distractions when I see you come on screen and I turn the volume up to hear what you have to say. And and Kingston and Miro are the ones that do that. Absolutely. Um, I put Apollo Cruz. Um, again, for the early part of the year, I really dug the aesthetic, the build up to it, his promo work. So I had that. Um, Cameron Grimes, baby face, rich guy. Yep. It shouldn't work, but it fucking works. It works and also, him. like, it was a great way to, like, bring it in with, like, him hitting on, you know, uh, the fucking GameStop stock and the fucking yeah. AMC stock. It was, like, great. Perfect timing for all of it. It was, it was one of those, those few things where, like, they actually, like, hit on something current, timely mm-hmm. within the zeitgeist, and they actually get it correct. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, bungle the reference or something. Very rare. You have uh, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Yeah, um, you know he he just wanted to kick some fucking heads in. Yeah, that's yeah, that's his gimmick. He's a guy that just wants to kick some fucking heads in. He doesn't care who we are. Ruthless man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Two point was another one of your nominees. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, 2.0's gimmick is more eighties than FTR's new music. They're just some coked out jobbers. And they man, fucking, Barry, and fucking great. Barry Hardy and Dwayne Gill were born in the wrong era, man. They killing it nowadays. <laughs> uh, you were, we talked about it just a few minutes ago. You have Serena Deeb. Yeah, uh, uh, Bret Hart. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Bucks gimmick. Shut up. <laughs> no, but uh, being Bret Hart. That's yeah, she, that's her. That and yeah, she's like a mixture between like heel Bret Hart and fucking um, uh, pinch, uh, uh, pinch of D Malenko. Malenko, yes, yeah, pinch of D Malenko, yeah. Uh, this one makes me so sad. You have hit row. Yeah, I, you know, I after the cipher, I, I was telling you, it's just like the acclaim should just pack it up because yeah, they're doing what they do, but but like at a professional level, and uh, well, you know, uh, time's gonna tell on that one. It pained me to take them off my gotta wear shades list. Yeah. Yep, because I was like, man, they got they got drafted. Like they got a squash match on TV, mm-hmm. and then like they lost a like a rap battle backstage to Jinder Mahal, and I was just like, well, that's interesting. And then they were gone. It's just like, what? How? 
what? Like, it's very rare that something goes from like being like the hottest thing. Like them and Keith both, yeah, went from being like the hottest thing to just gone, and it yep. just makes you pound your head against the wall. Um, and then lastly, you had best friends. Yeah, just always. It's just it's just nice, you know. Yeah, Sometimes perpetual. it's nice to just have a nice good gimmick. Yeah, where your mom can just drop you off in a van and yeah, she's gonna need a bigger van. <laughs> that actually should be a thing. <laughs> she they go take her to get yeah. a new van and it's just, just as old and shitty, but it just has like one other row. <laughs> no, I, I just want fucking uh, chaos to show up. <laughs> and Sue to pick to like come pick him up. She's like, oh shit. I'll come back. We'll have to take two trips. Uh, I also put in it. I hate that it is what it is now. But you're not but wrong. S- sad Baron Corbin. It was very good. Was. He should actually I should be in the Centino Merle Award for comedic excellence, because for those like two months. Yes, I agree. Actually, you should do that. And he was like, eventually he eventually like because I think initially the thought was, OK, we're going to turn him baby face. And I'm like, Sure. And, like, the crowd just, like, they kept giving him, like, one or two lines where, like, the mm-hmm. crowd would still boo him. And it's like, no, don't do that. Like, yeah. Kevin was giving him money. Uh, the noise, I will still always forget the noise he made backstage that one time. <laughs> it was just so good. It was, it was just a perfect opportunity for a character to actually learn a lesson and become a good person. But yeah. you got to understand who makes the final decisions in this company and what they think being a good person is. And now they think it's him is uh, being rich again, wearing a fedora and having a friend whose first name is Madcap. And as I haven't been watching, but I did have to go back and do some research on some themes. I saw that he, he has a new theme as Happy Corbin. Mm-hmm. And I know he's been yes. Happy Corbin for some time. Yes. And again, not having watched, but just putting together the look and the theme, I'm just assuming that he is now Pitbull. Basically. <laughs> okay. Basically, I will say that uh, uh, Riddick Moss is Madcap Moss has been quietly kind of good uh i have used one of his jokes he's he's any guy that tells jokes i have used one of his jokes uh uh that makes jillian laugh all the time so it's a dad joke corbin always sets him up and he goes hey madcap week of the week tell him a joke and he goes all right i'm gonna tell you two long ones and a short one you ready joke 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 it's just right. It's just good. It's when a bit works, it works. Also, week of the week. Um, also, I I didn't realize that Stan the Dry Bear was a writer for WWE. Now, uh, that reminds me, I sent something into the mailbag. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, save it for when we have a bigger group. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to waste it on just you. I want everyone to hear it. Sure. Uh, best uh, ring gear, a true performer. Of- <laughs> I need the reactions. You're damn right. Uh, best ring gear or look of the year. Uh, last year's winner was the New Day. Uh, and boy, do we have a lot of New Day nominees this year. You they broke had, it they, down. Go. They had a banner year. By all means, uh, head to uh, Main Event Gear uh, on Instagram. Same thing with Davin Poe. He's also the, the one that designs all the gear. Main Event Gear produces it. Um, Biggie, you name it. Uh, the Fuji's gear. His Seinfeld gear, his second Seinfeld gear. Yep, you had the Festivus um, stuff last night. Uh, 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 for the New Day, you got the New Day's King Woods gear, uh, which was great. Really, like, you know, when I say New Day, I'm mostly talking about um, Woods, Woods and, and Kofi. And Kofi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Day Power Ranger gear. Um, I almost 
put it as well, but uh, I did not. But honorable mention to the New Day's NWO gear as well. Yep. Um, ah, fuck it, put it. Uh, and uh, uh, I almost forgot because it was so early in the year, but I'm glad I went back. Uh, the New Day uh, Brody tribute gear. I, and I specifically pointed that one out as well. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, you, I see it right there. Do you want me to split the votes <laughs> here, or do you want me just to put the new day parentheses all of it? Because mm. I'll do either one. But I, my fear is that a, an Oscar thing is going to happen, where like we put each individual new day gear up, and it's going to chop it, or we can just put it uh, as a whole. As a whole, yeah. As a whole. Okay. So yeah, I mean, they just they just had a great gear year. I will. I'll put the new day, and I'll put Big E because I do think they are differentiated enough. Yeah. So at least it's only the only split, but, you know. team. I think there were only like two team gears that they had together. It was their WrestleMania gear and the Fuji's gear. I, I think they all had Brody stuff too. Because uh, yes, and Brody. Yeah, because Kofi I, Kofi wasn't in the Rumble, but he was still there, right. like in yeah. games. Stuff, That's so. right. You're right. You're right about that. Uh, you got to put Seth Rollins here. Uh. You're stretching the definition of best, but but it's god damn it, it's a look and it fits whatever he's going for. Sure. Um I can't believe I did not put CM Punk's long boys. I didn't know that you actually liked his long boys. So I do. What I like even more are those CM Punk MMA shorts he wore for the Kingston match eh. that I've that I've already gone on record as saying that I will own before I die. Yeah, I know. I will break um, into his house and steal them from Ape's hands. Uh, yeah, I'm still on the fence about those, but the Long Boys, I I like them. I don't know. I know. I like I them know too. People don't, but I like them. I like them. Uh, Rich, you had to put this, but the Stay Puff Hang Mellow Man. <laughs> I was I was uh, 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 officially obligated to put that. Absolutely. Just as I was officially obligated to put uh, Penta El Cerro for his Joker gear, which yeah, was, was so stuff. fucking badass. We'll never get a toy for it, but, you know, I, I hope one day we get something. Just as we'll never get a toy now for Johnny Gargano's Iron Man Mach 1 suit gear from TakeOver yep. Stand and Deliver. Uh, his final TakeOver gear was also magnifique. It was It was good. It was busy. It was busy. It wasn't the best design. It was as good a design as you were going to get with that the purpose of like mashing up the like the best of and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but you know that was more so like for the moment you know that that wasn't for the the real heads yeah uh and malachi black just for being one of the most evil looking motherfuckers i've ever seen in my entire life and for his spreading face pain and whatnot yeah that's next that was always uh uh, someone was like asking about that and i was like you know that's a weird thing that's actually kind of carried over from like what his character was doing in wwe to what his character is doing now in aew mm-hmm. like has there has there been much of that where like someone carries over something like that from like one company to another um i feel i, I don't have an example off the top of my head but i feel like it has mm-hmm. uh the first example i had was our truth theme i think it's just because we're doing best song next uh, <laughs> that doesn't count but no i i definitely feel like they there's been like things that are just picked up where they left off as somebody moves from one place to the other uh jake roberts is perhaps a good example because he's basically went and was still doing trust me shit when he moved from wf to wcw back in the day like that's the closest thing i can think of especially in terms of like mood yeah i guess more so i'm thinking of like story you know what i mean 
Yeah, no, that, that I don't think because also <clears> like <throat> normally uh, a story isn't uh, kneecapped, <laughs> right? As it's beginning, right? And and it's got so much. Fruit well, even then, on like the vine. that story is technically beginning when Seth, like you know, puts his eye out with the corner of the ring steps. <clears throat> so, you know, just. I don't know. It's just a fun. It's just an interesting thing to, to think about. Yeah, uh, we'll see when Bray uh, has plenty of it. Probably. <laughs> I want him to come back as something. I just I don't know something completely different. Honestly, I want Bray Wyatt to debut as the Funkasaurus somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to just go bananas doing something totally different. Uh, so best song is next. Io Shirai won last year. I, I have a, a pitch here. Because we we both went in kind of different directions. Do we want to split this category this year into best original song and best adapted song? Because a lot of mine are pre-existing songs that have just been. So that's specifically why I'm glad we're talking about this. Because I don't think that actual songs should be a part. Should be. I don't want to like. Because I get what you're saying to split them up. Yeah. But I don't want to fucking vote on, like, who has the best fucking playlist, you know? Well, but in terms of what AEW has done, I think it is very appropriate what they've gone the lengths to li- license music no, I, to I help agree. accentuate it's, characters. It definitely, it definitely does that. Yeah. But I, I, I'd rather us celebrate, like, an original work. Than... So they're just, they're just disqualified? <laughs> you can't nominate them? I think so. I think uh. so. Well, yeah. we have to take back Walter's win then from two years ago. <laughs> uh, well, that's in the public domain. Oh, my uh, God. Now we're going to qualify things? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want us to fucking have to pay any royalties for anything. Uh, well, there goes Ruby Soho. You're going to devastate my daughter. Way to go. Well, going to get rid of Tarzan Boy. We're going to get rid of Cult of Personality. <clears throat> and we're going to get rid of Ogan Troost. <laughs> well, how are you going to tell... How are you going to tell uh, Malachi, Malachi Black? How are you going to tell the guys that made Ogan Truce that they can't win? Is that a song that existed before yeah. him? Yeah, it's on my uh, it's on my uh, my uh, Amazon Music playlist. And every time it starts, I'm like, wait, what happened to my music? But I forgot. You just can't hear anything for the first minute and a half. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I mean, trust me, it's something that I, I reckoned with because I would have loved to have nominated all of those things. Mm-hmm. And wild thing, you know, I even forgot I think, a wild thing. Yeah, fuck, boy, yeah, it's a shame. So instead, I now have to let you nominate "New Room, New View" for Paul White. New room, new view, new shoes, new blues, new dues, new woos, new clues, new dues, new rooms, new who's, new who, new dues, new hulus. Because of that, I'm literally going to go against what we just decided and nominate everything I wanted. Uh- <laughs> My neighbors just knocked on the door and yelled at us. Perfect. Now it's a pod swoggle. Uh, I don't think I ever sent you the video of Sam doing that at AEW. I'll have to do that to you and send it. So it's it's not as good as you, but it's uh, it's Sam's attempt. That, yeah. I did. Okay, good. Uh, by the way, as soon as you did that, I don't know if you purposely put your volume down, but you're definitively lower now. So you might have blown something out. <laughs> oh, it probably just is auto adjusting. Okay. <laughs> it's just, I don't know what to do. All right, so the things that are not qualified, or the things that do qualify, I should say. Um, we both put uh, Head of the Table, Roman Reigns' final boss theme, which was well worth the wait. It's, oh, God. I just, the thing I love most about it is just how, how 
it it's so similar to the succession succession theme song mm-hmm. um it's just fucking perfect it's just perfect yeah uh, also perfect, and I would never believe it in a million years, is the other one we were both uh, together on. Uh, yep. Born for Greatness, the American Dragon bop. The, like, when we heard it live, we're just like, okay, we got right of Valkyries to start. It wasn't Final Countdown because they didn't feel like losing. They didn't feel like folding in six months just to play yeah. it. And it's like, so not Brian Danielson. <laughs> I do believe that is a pre-existing song that they've repurposed um, to fit the chants and stuff, but... Uh, yeah, it's every time I hear it, I just fucking bop, man. Yeah, it's it's a banger. Um, things we are separated on. We're kind of in the same realm. I, I meant to put this. and I didn't you can just reference it earlier. Dark Side of TR, the FTR Midnight Express homage theme. I listen to all the fucking time. Um, it's so goddamn good. Uh, just like the pinnacle theme, which we don't hear enough of, is a beautiful four horsemen. Yeah. Homage. Send up. Yeah, it is wonderful. Um, you also put Big E, Feel the Power, Wale. Mm-hmm. I put uh, Adam Cole. You know, it's all about the boom. Uh, I gave that one a listen. Wasn't wild about it. I like how over the top it is. Like, mm-hmm. it is, it, it just fits him. It does. It just fits. Okay. Um, and again, you are contractually obligated to put Rebel Heart, and yes. I ain't afraid of no budge. If only for the fact that that was put together in how amount of six hours? Six, six hours. hours. Yeah, it was even less than that technically. I think. I think it, like, he he was given like notice to put it together uh, six hours from like when it was played, and mm-hmm. then like he like lost two hours because he because of something. Yeah, so he actually did it in like in three. Or like he was like dr- like it took him like two hours of like traffic to get to like the the arena to like put it together. Bonkers. <clears throat> uh, best ring entrance last year's winner was a combo of Chris Jericho's choir and the best friend's van. Uh, this year we both put Malachi Black, which yeah it goes without saying. I'm very sad that I got to see it live <clears throat> and he fucking went to the wrong fucking post, <laughs> so the the spotlight shows up. And he's staying like nothing's there. And it's like, oh, they didn't tell him which hard cam to go into. It really killed the mood. Yeah. Besides the fact that we're listening to like finished death metal. But yeah. And, and like, it's obviously it's a great ring entrance because we both nominated it. Mm-hmm. But every time he comes to the ring, it does. I, I can't help but be reminded of how good his ring entrance was in, in, in NXT and WWE. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, hey, they're, they're doing. They're doing a great job. There's a world. There's a, another multiverse out there where he's uh, the guy that beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania and Drew McIntyre is in AEW. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, I put Bad Bunny. Just It was so like him riding on the fucking truck and all the pyro. Mm. And it was like, let's fucking go. Um, to the same beat, the Lucha Bros at All Out, you nominated. I've watched that probably like 15, 20 times. That's great. It's so fucking good. Uh, I can't believe this is like not already regarded as one of the greatest things I've ever seen in wrestling. But the I do both entrances, but I specifically called out the Dark Order Hangman Adam Page cowboy entrance before like the ten man elimination tag, where they're doing like what makes a cowboy, and it's like like the it's basically like Sam Elliott 
and like the shadows have fucking cowboy hats and they're all coming out in like the fucking cowboy gear. I get goosebumps just even fucking talking about it. And then, of course, the elite come out with fucking Space Jam jerseys. So y'all ready for this? <laughs> Wrestling is better than all the things. It's, it's what John Oliver said. And Rich, go ahead and talk about the last one. And John and Johnny Gargano coming out to Rebel Heart one last time. Three crying then, emojis. Yeah, three sobbing emojis. Have you watched take have you watched it yet? I can't. Like I can't. I can't do it. And you haven't watched his promo either? I watched the promos, yeah. I watched the promos I watched. I love that he just calls Shawn Michaels heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Shawn Michaels. If he wasn't already bald, would be bald by now. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, there was some interview recently I just saw where he's like, I got to learn fucking emails now. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. Scotty too hot, he just quit on my ass. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right, we only got a few more here. Uh, best debut of the year. Uh, last year's winner was Sting. And again, this one I, I could literally just read real quickly because they're all the same things. Mm-hmm. CM Punk, Brian Danielson. Adam Cole, Malachi Black, Ruby Soho, and Nick Gage. Uh, Best referee. Another one we can whip through really quick. Aubrey Edwards has won this both years we've given it up. I nominated her again this year, as I also nominated Jessica Carr from Mm -hmm. WWE. Mm -hmm. Uh, Edge and Seth Rollins did a very, very cool through line with her in their storyline that uh, culminated with her getting to actually referee the match in Saudi Arabia. They insisted on it, and that was a... Nice little moment. Um, despite the fact that she was covered from in head to toe, basically. Uh, I also added Bryce Rumsberg because I'll just nominate him every year until he wins the goddamn thing. And I his will reactions... um, argue against that because uh, he did a piss poor job in the uh, Miro-Eddie uh, Kingston match. Uh, among a few other uh, uh, things. I'm just saying as far as... If we're, uh, just saying. Just saying. If we're looking at kayfabe, I agree. But if you watch his reactions during the Brian Danielson Minoru Suzuki match, I think he hurt more than either one of those two men. Uh, and you, this feels like a legacy award, nominated Todd Sinclair. Yeah, that's that's all that is. Let's just recognize the guy for years of service. You have probably not seen a second of Todd Sinclair in a wrestling ring in, uh, in the past decade. Sounds about right. But you know what? I'm proud of you. Somebody had to do it. Worst feud of the year. Last year's winner were uh, fans versus fans and Lana versus Liv Morgan. This year, uh, boy, do we we didn't agree on anything. And before that, the previous two years before that was Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. Well, I think actually technically it was I I, I changed up how I did the past winners, so it was Rusev <laughs> and Liv Morgan versus Bobby Lashley and Lana last year, and I just emphasized oh. it that they won the previous year as well before Liv Morgan got involved in the storyline. Oh, uh, <laughs> yours are hilarious. Uh. I know. So mine, I, I already talked about Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman earlier on in the podcast. Yep, that happened this year. Randy Orton versus The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. And uh, the never-ending best friends versus hardly Hardy family office thing really just dragged down months upon months of AWTV for me. Was, to, to your point, uh, what the inner circle stuff was, was for me, like, I'm going to go get a snack or, like, check my email or something. <clears throat> Uh, it just it sucks that the Hardy family office just kind of became like the dumping ground for all the guys that they like they want to do stuff with, mm-hmm. um, but uh, don't have anything for like you said. 
Absolutely. Go ahead, Rich. Hit, hit us with your list because it's very, very good. Uh, I got uh, Nick Khan versus wrestling. <laughs> you can't tell me that he's not uh, on a warpath against it. Um, AEW versus NXT. It was pretty one-sided. Uh, Paul White versus QT Marshall, only because we had to see the, the fucking culmination of that feud in person. I saw nothing. I saw nothing of it. I was a, yeah. I was getting a beer. Wow. Uh, did your, oh yeah, you did leave right after. New shoes, new blues, new woos, and I can't actually put all of what I wanted to it, or else my bullshit fucking dumbass old neighbors are gonna fucking call the cops on me. Um, so sir, I heard you were saying new shoes, new room, <laughs> new view, new dudes. Yes, officer, you're you're correct. That yeah. I like AW too. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> um in the year uh, of our Lord, 2021, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Over a sword and a motorcycle. I, I haven't I haven't watched much WWE this year, but I know that that happened. <laughs> you are correct. That was a SummerSlam program that culminated in a three and a half minute match. Yeah. Uh, and Cody versus whatever he thinks he needs to prove. Which I put Cody versus the factory, which I will totally rescind for what you said. That's kind of, it's the start of the same thing. I could do a slash. It's basically yeah. the factory is equivalent to whatever he thinks. Metaphorically. He yeah. Uh, best feud of the year. Last year's winner was John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's run may continue with your nomination of Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk, which was literally two weeks. <laughs> it was amazing. Not with three, if you consider the jumping off point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say three. Yeah, uh, but it was <laughs> impeccable. Uh, of course, Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega slash the Elites lasted the whole year. Will be and should be your winner wherever you look and whatever you do. Um, I only had one other one here, and it was my only WWE one, but fucking Seth Rollins versus Edge was pretty good. Good. Got three, got three really good matches out of it. Seth Rollins got to creepily eat an apple in Beth Phoenix's like foyer. <laughs> uh, Edge got to call out the revival by their shoot names on TV. It was great. <laughs> A lot of fun. Good. Good. Uh, Rich, go through the rest of your list for me. Uh, what else do I have here? I got uh, uh, Brian Danielson versus Page in the Dark Order, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a fun sort of like flip on Page versus a whole entity. Now it's Brian versus a whole entity. Hikaru yep. um, Shida versus Serena Deeb. Uh, they're getting their oh. third match uh, this week. <clears throat> and it's been engrossing. <laughs> um, best for you of the year. It's probably not, but um, you know, I just wanted to kind of talk about them because they need it can you go back please oh sorry uh and then finally and i, I can't take credit for this obviously uh because it's being nominated on some other list i don't know uh miro versus god <laughs> it's it's an actual full-blown rivalry yeah. even aw even books god better <laughs> it's amazing the We're Done Here Award for most outstayed welcome. COVID-19 won this year. You've nominated COVID-19 again. We get it. You're a virus. You're very good at getting people sick and in many oftentimes killing them. Um, please. We're, we're tr- we're, we have a lot of people that are very uncooperative, but a lot of us are really trying hard 
So COVID-19, will you please just go away? We're doing our best here. Ugh, uh, fucking five years later. I found the uh, the best way to put just WWE in general by separating it into NXT 2.0 and just WWE Raw. Because SmackDown's okay sometimes. Oh, good. Yeah, so I, I just did those two things separately. I did 60, 67% of the company. Um, I also put Ric Flair, which yeah. probably should happen a long time ago, but... Yeah. Yeah, you know, it it's it's sad, especially now that I'm watching old wrestling. I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good, even as as at that stage in his life and yeah. now he is. And uh the whole control your narrative thing, namely EC three and the Titan, is just all bad. Okay. Uh, EC three has just watched Fight Club like four times too many. <laughs> and he's one guy where it's like, hmm, you know what? Maybe Vince was right, which is what you never want to have somebody no. say in 2021. Uh, uh, I, I hadn't thought about it until just now, um, just because the Fight Club thing made me think of Karate Guy and uh, how Ethan Page was EC3's kind of market correction. Ooh, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because like in any other world, EC3 should be in AEW mm-hmm. as like their Montana Max character. He you know. might be, I don't know what, if there's going to be any ROH crossover, but he very much like at the ROH show, because they were showing like those ROH legend like videos as he was leaving, he was making a big deal of like flipping off and talking about the Young Bucks as they were talking and people are fearful mm-hmm. that they may be bringing him in to do something. So yeah, whatever. Uh, Rich, once again. I mean, he's like doing a whole different character now, isn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, no, he's to- totally different. Yeah, so he would be doing, Yeah, he'd be, but that's the thing, like. I would much rather him be doing that Montana Max like style of thing as opposed well, that'd to that'd be you know, tough for him to do that in AEW because you have MJF right there. Oh, sure. But what I mean is like, I just don't want him on any television program that I'm watching <laughs> with whatever he's doing. Fair enough. Got it. He, he is past the point for me. Yeah. Uh, Rich, you again have a very, very funny uh, list. So please uh, rip right through it. Uh, Saudi Arabia deal is still happening and uh, it still sucks. They still suck. Uh, everything about it all still sucks. Especially uh, considering they had a really, really good show and I was like, oh, but I can't ever like tell anybody about it, how good of a show it was because it's in Saudi Arabia. And I'll never know. Yep. Uh, pervert Monsters. Um, <laughs> pervert Monsters. Also, Pervert Monster Barry Windham. Yeah. Um, there's still plenty of Pervert Monsters out there that are still getting uh, booked uh, um, when they're when they're 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 bad. They're they're perverts and they're monsters and they need to be flushed out of this fucking industry. I thought you were talking about like I just didn't know like like Omos on TV was like jerking off on feet or something. Like <laughs> you're talking about like actual human beings in the rest of us being toxic individuals. Yes. Got it. Um outdated old school mentalities. Um they'll still pop yep. up every once in a while, you know, such as, you know, uh, fucking Mr. Old School himself, Undertaker, uh where, you know, you have uh, uh shiny examples of the complete antithesis of that such as uh, austin creed uh who is making uh he's he's checking off what he can on his wrestling list and he will be uh, a full-time host of anything else uh very very soon oh yeah um austin theory uh cody's weird ah, just fuck him i don't give a shit who, who need, no one needs him he's nothing get, get out get out of here um, I love for every one of these funny lists you've had, like in the middle of it is just a hard truth. <laughs> just, yeah. just fuck uh, again, Cody's weird bullshit. Just like whatever he's like, he thinks is happening. 
just just stop it and just be a wrestler man just fucking be a wrestler sammy guevara um excessive amounts of in-ring tributes to dead wrestlers on the same show yes my um, god the the um what was it the, what was the last one? eddie guerrero full gear eddie yeah. guerrero there there were at least you know fuck it there were a handful there were four of, there were four which is which is just honestly four too many like i understand it's like also the same building or you know the same town and stuff like that anniversary the anniversary like i understand it was very very loaded but like this is one of the things that like aw could kind of stand to do is like a little bit of communication between like you know who's doing what in fucking matches and on promos um as the show as the show was going on in discord habert and i were both like conversating about that just like there needs to be better synergy between these things to like make these moments matter Yes, exactly. It dilutes the moment, and it also just kind of comes across as like a little gauche, and and just overwrought. Um, you know, like it 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 needs to mean something still. And I understand that it means a lot to a lot of people, but like let's let's just like you know figure it out. In the wrestler, everyone's communicating on who was working the leg. You got to exactly. decide who's, who's working, working the leg. Who's we'll working work the three arm. amigos tonight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, who, who's working the who's, frog splash? Exactly. Um, who's who's doing the the you know the dance? Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I have here is just Judas slash the inner circle. I don't, I don't give a shit how fun it is to sing it. Um, it's it's I hate it's I hate watching it, and it's not like oh it's a good hate watch. It's like no, this is annoying. You can get it off my television, and also the inner circle doesn't serve a purpose anymore. It served no. a very important purpose the first two years of the company. It it is it has outlived its its usefulness in the company. Doesn't need it anymore. Uh, tell tell Jake Hager thank you very much. Um, and we and and we hope you enjoyed the pay and the catering. Um, you can you can kindly go home now. Um. And and can we now finally let Proud and Powerful just just fucking flourish? Yeah, it is a detriment to everybody but Jake Hager at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's my uh, we're done here. This 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 category is just it's um uh it is my uh, annual listing of the grievances uh, in, hey. in the Festivus parlance. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, the Please Don't Mess This Up Award last year's winner was Roman Reigns. So far, so good. Uh, we both put Big E right in the middle of him losing on television clean once again. Uh, so, Wait, what? Uh, not clean, but like, yeah, he's lost like his last like four singles matches on TV or some horse shit. Like, <sighs> he just lost the Roman. He just lost the Lashley. Nice. Like, he's just nope. being booked like shit. Nope. He's probably going to lose on day one. Um, you know, they can't, they can't like get away with this shit anymore. You know, like, if, 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 you know, Cole, Gargano, Danielson has proven anything like you know top tier talent have options now you know Mm -hmm. Owens and Sammy are gonna fucking teach them the same thing like you know so you know what keep doing it buddy (laughs) keep jobbing his ass out that's at the point I'm at where I'm just like fucking do it yeah yeah give AEW fucking four nights of the week fuck it have an AEW channel uh I have Hangman Page which I don't have any real worries about because yeah they, sorry go ahead because uh, so far so good I, I am a little worried in terms of like where it's always easier to be a baby face chasing um i'm very much under belief that i feel like he should lose it pretty quickly to keep the story going mm. um i don't want to be that bully ray like you need to build heat because <laughs> fuck that fuck speaking fuck. of old school mentalities yes uh but i am a little worried 
based on like I hate to say ratings, but like he's in a pool of people that are so much more high profile that I worry they will pivot or do something when they just need to take their time. So I think it's different in that like his I think his buildup was different in mm-hmm. that the amount of fucking restraint and yep. patience that they exhibited in since the inception of the company oh yeah um was 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 so impressive alone that i don't think you squander two years of build just to fuck this up like to not have a plan for what happens after like that would be shocking to me if the follow-up to this is just is is just bungled because yeah you if if you have that much vision then you have a plan afterwards for leading up to the moment you got oh boy you gotta I I think another fear for it is just like with how much that's available and how much like they may feel like they want to change things with all these shiny new toys. Oh, it's so tempting. Like, oh, it's, it's very tempting. It's it's tempting. I just you know Tony Khan probably does a lot of cocaine, and <laughs> it's very easy. It's yeah. very easy to probably be like, never mind, Adam Cole, or you know, like yeah, something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also he's probably been like writing these stories. Oh, since he years. was fucking six, just like you. Like, oh, these absolutely. are, yeah. So, you know, you have to add, have to add that part. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so we're all, we all, every time, every time, like, something about Tony Khan, like, that comes out, like, like someone, like, oh, yeah, if he mentioned his old, you know, fucking AOL handle. So I went back in some old chat rooms and found some stuff, or like, mm-hmm. you know, they show the fucking card, like, while he's at a Jaguars game and shit like that. Like, come on, man. This is, You're like, oh, then. yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, he I wrote know. the fucking card out on a notebook p- paper. And fucking booked it while he's watching a football game. Hey, the best writing happens on notebook paper. Um, uh, Tony Khan is... has his own poop reports. <laughs> They're just worth millions and billions of dollars. Yes. Uh, I hate that this is segwayed right into me saying the eventual CM Punk heel turn. <laughs> Again, I think you're just reverse jinxing these things because if, if anyone in any like in a company where you have actual say in your fucking character. If anyone's not going to bungle their own heel turn, it's going to be fucking punk. I know. So I shut just, the fuck up. <laughs> I, it's, I still have a pessimistic <laughs> bone in my body. Well, tell me about your two silly ones. Yeah. Uh, any and all upcoming wrestling video games. Yep. That's a legitimate concern. We're finally getting a GM mode, and it's. I hope it's something And you're not going to have anyone to manage. <laughs> Oh no! I'm just gonna be able to be managing people that have been in the company for years. Yeah, uh, and fucking hook again. Like they built them up very, 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 very well. Um, you know, let's just let's just savor it. You know, mm-hmm. like don't have them for the fucking TNT title. Like you know, in January, let's just enjoy March. March is fine. Have them choke out, <laughs> out Cody in March. <laughs> fucking have them choke out. Sammy and Cody in a triple threat, and I will be a happy boy. Um, the old what is buddy what is what is what does Tope think about Hook? I don't even know if Tope knows what Hook is. Good, let's keep it that way. <laughs> I will ask him. I will ask him as soon as we're done with this. Good. Um, the old buddy award for most misused of the year. Last year's winner was Alistair Black. Uh, we have a couple 
couple crossovers here. Now, one is Asuka. Now, mind you, she has been hurt pretty much ever since Mania. Actually, or that's that's the word on the street. I always thought I heard that she was like a healthy scratch. No, I think I think there was something else going on with her where she was hurt. Um, oh, Evergreen nominee. Oh, true. I mean, the fact that she's relied upon throughout the entire pandemic, and it's like, all right, well, thank you so much for your service. Here's your yeah. main event loss to Rhea Ripley, and we don't need you. Uh, I wrote Bearcat, and you wrote Keith for yep. Keith Lee, which again, hopefully now will be okay. Um. Tony Storm is getting pies in the face from Charlotte Flair. At least she's on Stop. TV. No, no, no. Yeah, they they've booked Tony Storm. She getting fozzied? Uh, a little bit. Um, no, she's she's not like waka waka telling jokes. <laughs> um, but no, she like stepped up to Charlotte, and Charlotte just verbally like obliterated her. And then the next week, Charlotte verbally obliterated her some more, and then put a pie in her face. Why does Charlotte and, have a pie? And I don't remember why. Uh, it was this was like last week. It wasn't like Thanksgiving. Um, and then, and then, uh, so then she cried because baby faces in WWE are fucking cucks. God and then they had a, a contenders match this week, which she won by DQ by Charlotte just beating the fuck out of her. Everything that we've talked about in the last fucking three hours plus mm -hmm. has made me feel so good about my decision to not continue <laughs> watching WWE. And I realize like very heavy Spencer energy with all this anti WWE talk, but like, Fucker it's impossible right. nowadays it's, it's impossible. just impossible now yeah like at least like when spencer started being a visionary like that um you know it was just like yeah i see what you're saying but there's still some good stuff and you know AEW isn't like fully formed yet and everything you know and but yeah now it's it's this is just it just seems like unbearable fucking viewing it's it's i can't watch raw because it's literally like somebody walks out and it's gonna be for a match i've already seen a bunch of times and like coming up next and then when they come back they have all this corporate bullshit shilling commercial shit yep. and they do a recap of something that already happened in the show then you get a segment for somebody that's not involved in the match and then a person that came out is still standing in the ring waiting for their opponent to come out 15 minutes later i, I remember out they go to commercial yeah like it, it's, I, it's i remember someone like doing that breakdown of like all that on reddit and just like saying like i can't imagine being there yeah, oh, it's somebody just had that on uh, this like this week for rather like I was so excited like I took my kid and like like he couldn't stay because like you yeah. can't hold a kid's attention that way. Nothing's happening. No. It's 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 abysmal. Um and this was uh I put Tony Storm on my list before all that happened because she just wasn't on TV before then. <laughs> right. And yeah. then when she was, she was the first pe person getting knocked out in the Survivor Series match and like <sighs> Uh, you put uh, Keith Lee, significant other, Mia Yim. Yep. And also uh, Mercedes Martinez, who quit Retribution when she found out they were changing her name the day of. Yep. And then uh, went to NXT, had to get beat up by an evil sorceress, and then got fired. Yep. Uh, yeah, but that's, um, uh, uh, God forbid, you know, it's a good thing that they're, you know, they're, they're only going to have, like... Like like younger people getting hired now because mm -hmm. like you know who needs like a, a veteran savvy locker room leader type you know she's another one where like I was backstage like shooting some stuff for Sarah um, mm -hmm. and and like just kind of like seeing her carry herself and interact at backstage and it was like I think it was like a, a shine a shimmer or shine one of those and um yeah she was everything that you want out of out of a fucking veteran like that it was yeah. It was so impressive and incredible. I know I talked about that on the podcast before, but like, 
Yeah, now she's doing Impact. Yeah, I think something? so. Yeah, so it's like, sure, fine. I'll never see her again. <laughs> uh, you also have uh, Dominic Dijakovic, Nowitzki, uh, Slamovich, Monowitzki, T Bar. Yeah, I mean, you know, like even even honestly, back to his fucking NXT days, he was just kind of like Keith Lee's friend that would he would have good matches with <laughs> and then get beat up with keith lee needed to get built up for his next big match yeah yeah and you know at least now he just kind of gets to be like a goofball on twitter you know like and but he, he's been getting looks on tv like he had a couple match series with uh priest and they're really really good and he's like killing sure. himself on tv yeah like trying to get over and get noticed and it just doesn't fucking matter yeah uh you also have nyla rose i'm interested about that one she should be a baby face like yeah. hands down i've talked about this as well for another yeah. fucking show that i was like recording some stuff with sarah with it was uh uh the the rise and pride it was a rise show rise and pride mm-hmm. um and they had uh nyla and sunny kiss there as just kind of like sort of like mcs throughout the show and stuff like that um and they like opened the show and nyla just had like the best like fucking baby face energy like it just seemed like such a natural fucking fit for her and she should 1000 percent be the monster baby face to just fucking demolish Britt baker like mm-hmm. it would be it'd be incredibly fucking satisfying um yeah and i just think she's like miscast as a heel like it just doesn't fucking work and it hasn't worked for the longest time doesn't matter if you give her Vicky guerrero it doesn't matter if you have her fucking squash fucking reho a billion times like she's just got that big baby face just fucking bad that badass baby face energy and it's just yeah and i just you know uh, uh wish they would fucking see it and and make it happen but we'll i think it'll happen eventually um but yeah i i, I get what you mean now uh, mine is also weird, uh, probably if you don't know the story, but I have MSK on my list as well. Uh, I'm guessing you know the story based on your it's, laughing. I, it, I, I, I hate the story so much. I hate it so much, in case you don't know if you're listening to it. So MSK had a very good year. We're NXT champions for a very, very long time and have been great. Uh, good characters as well. Yep. Uh, but if you were to watch NXT TV, you'd be confused as to why they're getting like mercilessly booed by the NXT crowd. As it turns out, uh, Izzy's parents, the Bailey girl, uh, corralled a subset of the crowd to particularly boo MSK whenever they appeared because uh, I believe it, I, I hate their fucking one names. Wesley, who was formerly uh, Desmond Xavier. Who's the other one? Graham Nash or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, Crosby Stills is his name. Okay. Um, uh, called out them on Twitter several years back when they were having Izzy take a fucking choke slam. Mind you, she was like 11 years old, taking a choke slam in an indie show, and it was like that's just bad parenting, and she shouldn't be around. Uh, so they've basically curtailed their push and had to like ch- like like change everything about themselves. Not everything, but like they've had to like pivot because the reaction they're getting weren't ideal because these fucking asshats were booing people for their opinions on their shitty parenting. Yeah, for 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 criticizing yeah. their parenting. Uh, this reminds me to give I, a shout out to uh, best release of the year in the positive being Lindsay Dorado, who immediately got released and then went and like won like a fucking jujitsu competition and then challenged Izzy's dad to a fight, gave him tickets to the show, and he never showed up. Uh, can we can we please just put Lindsay for best social media? <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
I'm going Thank right back. You. Thank you for reminding me, bringing oh, that up. Oh, I'm busy laughing at that. <laughs> it's all the way at the beginning, but fuck it. It's worth it. Yeah, absolutely worth it. Holy <laughs> shit. That's so good. I might nominate that for deep dive of the year, too. Worth I, it. I might try to Worth it. Shoehorn that into as everywhere. many categories as possible. Oh, my God. Lindsay Dorado, best gimmick of the year. Fucking shoot fighter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kalisto's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> nothing makes sense anymore. All right. Uh, best call of the year. Uh, last year's winner was uh, That's Such Good Shit during the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, this year, uh, yeah, you really summarized it perfectly. Uh, Taz calling Hook's first match. Yeah. Just such a proud papa. And yeah. then take your pick of Excalibur and Taz on Dark. Every week, it's something new. Like I started to like write them down, and it's like I no, there's this is impossible. Do you, a, do you have a personal favorite off the no. top of your head? No, not off the top of my head. No, uh, I have two quickly. Of course, this doesn't count, but just Taz singing Ruby Soho or singing Jungle Boy uh, is will never be funny to me. Uh, but my favorite was uh, Taz had a slip of the tongue where he called Paul Turner Ball Burner, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, "That's the name he checks into uh, hotels with." <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, because Paul Turner is so popular, he's got to avoid fans at hotels. <laughs> like two minutes later, like like there's a, a, a fake tag by the heels, and like like Paul Turner catches it, and Ted goes, "Great call by Paul." <laughs> Excalibur loses his shit because <laughs> it was so off the cuff. It was oh God! Yeah, they, it's I just put them on TV every single week. I don't need them to take those shows seriously just fuck it yeah. like tony shivani have him be backstage jr retire just give me excalibur and taz every week um i have three legitimate ones i do have a jr one because it was just so corny and cheesy but perfect for the moment but adam cole's debut just jr going it's adam cole baby it was just like what is happening here and why do i still like this <laughs> uh one that happened literally this week on dark uh Shivani, Eddie Kingston, and Mark Henry are calling it, and I for, I'm bad at the Joshi wrestlers, but whatever Joshi wrestler that Lulu Pencil is normally involved with, like, wins a match, and it was maybe something underhanded happened, and Shivani goes, that wouldn't happen if that Lulu Pencil was there, and Eddie Kingston goes, whoa, you watch your mouth about Lulu Pencil, and Mark Henry just deadpan goes, Lulu Pencil is a saint, <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> All right, I'll say that as Lord Alfred is. I can't. No way. All right, fine. Say that as Lord Alfred Molina. <laughs> it's a great Shakara gimmick. Uh, I don't know what it would be. Uh, Hello, pencil. But my actual nominee for this, and it's very rare I'm going to get a WWE one I really want to push, is for John Cena's comeback at SummerSlam and Cole yelling, it's John Cena, and Pat McAfee just yelling, where <laughs> was brilliant. And that, that should have been like the official retirement of the you can't see me meme. Yes. Because like people still make the joke and it's not good. It's not funny. No. And like only fucking Facebook people laugh at it. But Pat McAfee shut it down. Yes. That's the button for that yes, joke. That is the button. Absolutely. <sighs> All right. We got uh, what? Three, four awards, four awards left. The and you were afraid we weren't going to get two episodes out of this. Oh, Trust I me. Like I the two of us can't speak enough for six people. I forgot we had to talk about 
Let's say Dorado beating up a dad. <laughs> Taz is bullshit. And we had to nominate Eddie Kingston and Hook for everything. Fuck. It's a good right, year. You got to wear shades of word. Brightest future. Your first nominee is Hook. <laughs> yeah, tell me I'm wrong. You're I'm glad wrong. we both capitalized our, both of our first ones. <laughs> your first nominee was Hook. We're very on brand. Even if yeah. we record like six episodes a year, your first nominee was Hook. My first nominee was Braun Breaker. And we're both... <laughs> Not being sarcastic about them what whatsoever. Nope. Sincere Ron, as fuck. Ron Breaker could be the next breakout star of wrestling, and I, I you're not going to be able to be around me. That's why the podcast yeah. is really ending. Or you can just get bored with the business in a year and not be around. He's just going to start running some Applebee's in fucking Georgia. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, the other nominees that are or not in as, the metaverse. Uh, <laughs> true. Uh, last year's winner for this, by the way, was MJF, I believe. Um, yeah. Uh, you nominated people that are much closer than mine. I was looking way further down the rabbit hole for mine. So you have Jungle Boy. <laughs> sure were. Yeah, you have Jungle Boy, Ricky Starks, and uh, much more a Keeper League pick, Jade Cargill. Yes. Uh, for mine, I have Shane Strickland, who's closer as soon as he lands somewhere. Mm-hmm. The Acclaimed. Uh, Shane Strickland I've... is ju- literally ready to fucking pop. Shane Strickland should be like... Should have been the one that beaten Shinsuke for the Intercontinental title. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. That was the answer to that. Yeah, uh, Shane Strickland, I honestly, I feel like the TNT Open Challenge thing is eventually building up to somebody coming in and immediately winning it. I kind of thought for a hot second it could have been lethal. Um, mm. Strickland would be perfect for that. Yeah. Like a guy like him or a Keith or something that has the pedigree and is ready to pop off. Yeah. Uh, the other two are definitely projects. The Acclaimed, who I, I, I fucking love and are a good combo. Bowens is solid. Caster's a character. I fucking love Bowens so much. Bowens like, is really good. Especially on, you, if you... Go ahead. Nah, you're gonna say it. The the, the the toy vlogs? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's, he is... So fucking likable. He is us on those vlogs. He really is. He really, really is. Uh, the fact that I've seen him tear up finding something he was talking about that he wanted to find then he finds it 20 minutes later. It's just like, yep. God, I, I do that once a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Uh, and this one, also he's making all the homophobes mad. So like even better. Fucking God bless him. And 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 Max Caster will happily help by Yo. saying he's going to scissor everybody he's battle rapping. <laughs> and now, referencing Island Boys. <laughs> Island Boys. Did you see that um, somebody got the Island Boys to film a cameo, um, saying? And 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 for that person to then show to their boss to quit with, no, Robert don't work here no more. He's an island boy, and I, I think that may have happened at Johnny's job. Because <laughs> like Johnny was like showing us like the cameo that was making the rounds on like their Slack, I think, and then like I see it popping up on like Twitter like later that week. I Brian Wilson wrote it and said it best. I just wasn't made for these times, Rich. <laughs> I just don't get it. Because uh, my last nominee is also the Creed Brothers. Who yeah, are who are the, they? <laughs> so uh, they're part of the Diamond Mine. So uh, what Malcolm, is that? Uh, Malcolm Bivens' group in NXT. Okay, who's in that? Uh, so it's Roderick Strong. Oh, I've heard of him. Who refuses to be fired? <laughs> I, I've, I, I love. The, uh, someone did the um the uh um fresh prince finale meme mm-hmm. <laughs> with him 
Oh yeah. Just like standing in the empty <laughs> NXT. It sure is appropriate. Uh, so it's uh, Bivens managing Roderick Strong. Uh, I think his name's yeah. like Hachiman or something. He's like a big like All Japan or like Noah guy who's like kind of like okay. a coach. Uh, Ivy something or other. She's like I've a seen Jack pictures American of her. Girl. Yes, she is. Jillian's like fascinated by her. And okay. the Creed brothers, there's two like legit collegiate wrestler guys um, who have just been brutalizing jobbers for weeks on NXT. Um, they've just started now to like actually work actual matches and like have lost a couple matches and stuff. They give me some strong American Alpha Steiner Brothers vibes, especially the uh, the taller. There's one like kind of like dumpier like Otis one, and there's mm-hmm. one like thinner, sleeker Gable Steiner Orton looking one. Yeah, they could be really really good if they don't get disenfranchised by all the bullshit they're going to deal with. Well, so forget what I just said. Uh, their back award returning performer of the year last year's winner was us. Um, Potswoggle. Uh, this year nominees, uh, CM Punk. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Brian Danielson. I don't even know if he would technically count because like, he, he was only gone a few months. He took a break. Well, I guess. Well, uh, Brian I'll tell Danielson you what, did. Brian yeah. Daniel. Go on YouTube and look up Brian Danielson. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know where that motherfucker's been. It's just so good to see I have till five referee again. Like, God yeah. damn it. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Uh, I have Sting on my list because Sting's like 89 years old and <laughs> fucking crushing it. When did he wrestle his first match for AEW? It was, it was this year. It, it was, was this year. year? Okay, I wasn't sure I, and I was too lazy to look it up. Yeah, or else he, he would have been on mine. He came back on Winter is Coming, so it was right at the end of the year last year. He didn't wrestle until that uh, cinematic match uh, yeah. against uh, Team Taz. Got it. Um, Christian? Mm-hmm. Yep, that, that counts. Christian's that was- Christian's better than ever. Yeah, that's wild. I can't huh? wait for. I cannot wait for Christian to turn on Jungle Boy and make that boy a star even more than he is. It's gonna be um, great. And I'm a, I'm upset about the last one. I'm upset myself that I I fucked up. I fucked. I up. didn't remember I until up. I didn't remember until yesterday. I literally like had sent my nominees and was driving and the song came on and I was just like, oh motherfucker, how have I forgotten that? Yeah, he is alive. That Shibata. is all. We got a UW. FI style match mm-hmm. with Zack Sabre Jr. And then I don't know when that show's happening. He's making an announcement uh, where, I mean, he's basically, he's going to work Wrestle yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, and I can't, I can't, I can't watch. It. I can't watch. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to watch. I'm going to be this the whole time. <laughs> like yeah. through my fingers watching. You better give him like Yoshihashi because like, Yoshihashi ain't going <laughs> to do anything wrong. I don't trust Tim against Kenta. <sighs> Final two. Unicorn. Good. Good job. Most entertaining entity of the year. Mm-hmm. Last year's winner was Eddie Kingston, who you nominated once more. Maybe even a stronger case to win this year from everything we talked about. You nominated my boy Bron Breaker here. Yeah, he's entertaining when he opens his big old dumb mouth. <laughs> you want a friend? Get a dog. Get a dog. Yeah. Yep. That was the moment. That was the moment. He locked up my nomination <laughs> with that line. You want a friend? Get a dog. I hate how they have to skirt around all the Steiner stuff, especially because how much they lean into it when they call him like the big nephew booty daddy. Oh, who, and... who called him that first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they fucking brought in Chucky. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Um, just give him the Steiner screwdriver. Just have him like end Grayson Waller's career with a Steiner screwdriver <laughs> and let him go uh i love him he's fucking yeah. the best um 
I put the Dark Order as a whole entity. That's that's the one that I was like very jealous of. Yeah, I mean, even just between even on TV and being the elite and yeah. whatever they do, multifaceted, they're all so fucking great. Uh, so have them there. Uh, I felt bad I didn't have like a WWE act, so I put RK Bro because if you have any highlight of Raw over the past six months, it has been Randy Orton reacting to Riddle. I'm not giving Riddle any credit. I'm giving Orton all the credit. Yeah, I mean, I guess people like it because they're still doing it. But it was just it, it was just such a like a one note joke to me. Yes. Like, it, you know, I just I stopped watching by the time anything else happened. It may have evolved since then. I doubt it. It hasn't. It has. OK, cool. But um, um yeah. But so that's very that's very magnanimous of you orton is like white hot right now to the point where like i'm fearful it's going to be him and roman (laughs) like so i'll go ahead and tell you what my my year-end prediction was before i forget because it is getting late i think orton breaks flair's record this year huh purposefully he's at 15 wow that's gonna be two more to break it that's all he needs so he beats if he is the one to beat roman which would be balderdash or i'm scared that E is going to lose the title and orton can win it from seth or lashley or whoever the fucking so hard to justify orton winning it at this age from from roman oh i oh no i 100 agree um but that doesn't mean anything no Uh, i know i know but yeah i think this year he specifically gets a run where he wins it twice so that way they can like fully be like bye rick and they can yeah. put Orton on that. They're very much, I think, trying to do the Orton is the goat pedestal yeah. for them. So that, that's my, that's my, both my realistic and crazy prediction of the year. Uh, it's a uh, man. The, that, that honestly makes a lot of sense. And considering the work Orton's done the last few years, I don't disagree with it. And I think it would be fitting to be perfectly honest. It'd be, it'd be nice. It'd be a nice little like uh, ultimate arc for him. Yeah, uh, Richie of Miro. We talked about several times tonight, and can't argue. Uh, you put RJ City here on his lonesome. I'd love to hear more about. Yeah, that. Um, I, I'd also like to retroactively go back and, and put him um, under uh, for for comedic and social media as well. Sure. Um, yeah, he's just one of my favorite follows. Um, uh, and and just one of my most entertaining. Uh, fellows that are at this point just tangentially <laughs> fucking involved with wrestling um yeah. isn't he like doesn't he like work for wwe in some like weird way he like, social did, media like some weird like bump stuff like some again yeah. just very tangential type stuff that like you know he wasn't he i uh, he probably got a fucking envelope of cash mailed to him for um <laughs> but like never in any sort of like official capacity okay. um but he's I just he he's just endlessly entertaining to me because also just as like again just like a wrestling fan and musical theater kid um mm-hmm. he just strikes that sweet spot absolutely uh you put hit row here pour yep. one out yep it was entertaining while we had it yep. and then I put the elite for everything I, I was talking about earlier the Ghostbusters yeah the Space Jam you know, Space Jam being the elite, God damn it! If I see the Jacksons buy one more ugly ass pair of shoes, I'm gonna throw up. Well, they—they're um, the ones that put you know wearing shoes in the ring on the map. Of course they did. They're the ones that came up with that. 
The big one. Who won the year? Who will join AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, Becky Lynch, Cody, and last year's winner, Drew McIntyre, who we've barely mentioned this year, uh, as the winner of this award? Uh, let's see what we both said. It looks like we agreed on most of it. Uh, we both said CM Punk. Goes out saying. Yeah. We, we both said Hangman Page. Again. Yep. Goes out saying. Uh, I said the new day, and then you broke it down specifically to Big E. And the one I really mm-hmm. wanted to position here was Woods. Yeah. Yes. W- Woods Woods is the first human being I've ever seen that I watched him a- achieve everything he said he wanted to do. <laughs> uh, and, and to be fair, Listen. I have, um, I have this. I have I've entered him as uh, uh, Xavier Woods slash Austin Creed. Um, because so we've 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 very publicly seen him um, achieve most everything he's told us he's wanted to achieve in wrestling, mm-hmm. and we very publicly have seen uh, his pet project of up up down down be torn apart at the at the seams, um, and uh, we have very publicly watched him um, uh, build and craft his exit strategy, mm-hmm. and 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 also with all this handle it with more grace and yep. more dignity yep. and more passion than any human being should. Yeah. Like absolutely. He has every, he reminds me of the old Dana Carvey bit where Dana Carvey's talking about the OJ trial and like watching Christopher Darden and just being like, you know, that he guy goes home and he just yells motherfucker. <laughs> that is woods. Yeah. Uh, 2020, 2021 for Xavier woods uh, can be wrapped up in one word. And that word is grace. Yes. Um, I, you know, I, I would love to continue seeing him in a wrestling capacity as I think he's, he's very entertaining and very good at what he does. Um, but he has, he said it himself. Like, I don't want to fucking kill myself and my body, uh, if I don't have to, um, especially again, having accomplished everything he's accomplished. He's one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Um, and most accomplished, uh, and he's a king of the ring. Can't take that away from him. Nope. Um, yeah, nope. it's and and yeah, he just he he has really positioned himself uh, in a way to have just come out on top. Like uh, especially if you like look back five, ten, fifteen years from now, like he's a winner of the, from this year. One hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. I hope that. It also was a win, like how much he took losses this year mm-hmm. with like everything we talked about to the point where people stood up for him is like, we're not going to do up, up, down, down anymore because yeah. you're getting fucking abused. Yeah. Like he is one of the good ones that mm-hmm. everyone recognizes and goes to bat for. Yeah. And that's something to hang your hat on at the end of the mm-hmm. day. When you can, without prompt, inspire people to do that for you on yes. your behalf. Um, yeah, that's that's that speaks volumes. Absolutely. Uh, um, and a year from now, uh, he'll have some horrible scandal, and we won't be able to talk about him. Because uh, <laughs> what was the one? What was the fucking one category that we had? That's just like goddamn cursed. Uh, future's um, so bright. Yeah, gotta wear shades. Yeah. Uh, like I hope winners, no one wins that. <laughs> former winners are Jack Gallagher, Marty Skrull, Braun Strowman, The Velveteen Dream, and Riddle. <laughs> I hope not a single one of these nominees wins this. I look forward to waking up tomorrow and finding out that Shane Strickland likes to pee on eight-year-olds. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Here's my plea to the listenership of Podswoggle. 
don't vote. Don't yeah. vote on that category. I want zero votes to, to have taken place. God, if you vote for Jungle Boy, what the fuck could it be? Uh- <laughs> um, so ones that we had that we didn't weren't unanimous on. Uh, I voted for Roman Reigns. Oversight on my part. Hey, when you're the fucking champ for a year straight. Yeah. I'd say you're a winner. You gotta be on the list. Uh, I don't know why fucking bro- Beetlejuice came out of me there. I'd say you're a winner. Don't <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. All right, I'll tell you something right now. Oh, we're doing doodle Beetlejuices? It's like doing banjos, but it's a lot worse. I'm done. All right, I win. I got rid of the strip club. I'll chew on a dog. Uh, Brian Danielson. That uh, was one of your nominees. Yes. Uh, for the yeah, fact he, that, uh, he, that, for the fact that he main evented WrestleMania. WrestleMania and left. And fucking dipped out. They did everything they could to keep him. He loves Vince McMahon and still <laughs> fucking left. Yep. They, they, he had WWE bending over backwards, doing shit they would never do for anyone else, which is so wild to think about fucking 10 years ago mm-hmm. 20 years well not 20 uh, 15 years ago like that guy this fucking guy mm-hmm. and and still said peace out yeah imagine like brett hart being like look like in 96 brett's like i just want to go work masala <laughs> you know and it's like fucking who no i'll give you a million dollars a year for 20 years <laughs> And this year, it's like, I, I just really want to go to Japan. And they're like, we'll make our call. It's like, yeah. What? Really? Oh, shit. I, yeah. And I really want to fucking, and he just starts like outlandish shit. I want to just fucking like have a, a cream cheese sandwich with Elon Musk. Can you bring that Saturday morning slam back? I really want to like work Tyson Kidd again. That's the only God. style he can work. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty big win. Uh, and the last yeah. one I had. Fucking hell, Nick Gage, man, won the year. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker could be in prison at any waking moment. But instead, mm-hmm. instead he's, he's out here getting pizza cutters over. He's wrestling Chris Jericho and causing Domino's to tweet about him. Yep. I'd say he won. If you can go one place in Italy, where would you go? Domino's. And that's when we come full circle. Those are our 2021 Swaggy Award nominees. You'll be able to go to arcadeaudio.net slash something related to the Swaggies. It'll be in the description of the episode, and it'll be tweeted out. Uh, cast your votes. You will have until we'll have a good solid uh, three, four weeks. because We're not going to do the, the winners until the week before the Royal Rumble, where we'll have a, uh, a winner uh, announcement show, maybe even play a little game or two there, depending on what everyone's schedules look like. Hopefully going to have uh, get Augie, Spencer, and Widden on an episode before the run is up, because, of course, you'll hear, you've heard Rich and I for the past two weeks, and you'll hear Tope and I for the next two weeks. But thank you guys so much for staying subscribed, for staying supportive. Um, like I said, you'll be able to hear all your mailbag submissions in the next few weeks. I do want to, I've meant to mention this earlier, but I want to uh, uh, let everyone know I didn't stream it or anything, but uh, uh, I'd like to announce who our 2021 March of Madness winner was. Uh, <laughs> because uh, one day I was randomly bored and I was cleaning up my PlayStation because NBA 2K22 is randomly 130 fucking gigs. Um, and I had to clear some stuff off. So like, oh, you know what? Before I download this, let me just run the tournament I had planned through just like a full-blown simulator. See what happens, huh? 
which led to a, a pretty good, interesting tournament. The final four was Drew McIntyre versus Evil, Walter versus Chris Jericho, John Moxley versus Randy Orton, and Roman Reigns versus Shingo Takagi. It's pretty diverse, which led to a uh, ultimately a championship match of Chris Jericho versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> and your winner of the 2021 March of Madness, however asterisk that you want to be, he can now say he has one, is Roman Reigns. Hey, there he is. Yeah, there he is. There you go. Uh, so congratulations, Roman. Uh, and it took me 10 minutes <laughs> as opposed to 12 hours. But thank you for listening to Podsoggle Wrestling Podcast with entertainment. Of course, you can follow us on all social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, for some of those old March of Madnesses and Twitch streams. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, so that way whenever an episode pops up, you're ready uh, to see it. Patreon.com slash for bonus content. You never know when there might be bonus content jumping off there whenever we're bored and do wrestling stuff. Potswoggle at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Arcadeaudio.net slash Potswoggle mailbag. Let us know what you want to submit to the show. For me, at your host, Mont38 on Instagram. My show, Meredith Movies, wherever you get your podcast every single week with me and my wife. And my retro wrestling diary, Arcadeaudio.net slash Podbloggle, where I'm currently in the year 1995, and I'm so close to being out of the year 1995 when wrestling will get good once again. Rich, anything you'd like to plug? Um... Yeah, uh, I have an Instagram account, The Whack Pack Live. Um, we are on, currently on a, a hiatus um, uh, for you know some health issues I'm going through, uh, but hope to be back as soon as possible uh, with illustrious guests such as uh, at your host, Mullet. Um, and hopefully get more of the Swaggle Squad guys back on, um, even though we can't get them for a fucking podcast, so who knows if we're going to get them for uh, opening some goddamn cards. Um, and yeah, all the regulars and hopefully some newbies as well. Um, at the Whackback Live on Instagram. And we also got stuff on like Twitter and TikTok as well, but I don't fucking do anything for there. Um, and uh, Ready to Believe You, a Ghostbusters podcast with uh, Nick Lathan and myself uh, talking uh, everything Ghostbusters, uh, season three of what I like to call Franchise Surprise. Um, yeah, and we, we talk about uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife um, and how, how ding dang nice and fun it was. Um, what else? That's, uh, that's all I got. Perfect. Well, I didn't recap everyone's uh, 2021 predictions. I just remembered yours because you referenced it the last time we recorded. Uh, and I already revealed mine. Uh, Rich, what is your crazy and your realistic prediction for 2022 for the world of wrestling? I've put zero thought behind this, and normally I have Perfect. five other people um, to fucking uh, uh, give me time to think. I should have told you before I did the plugs. <laughs> no, I know. I should have just remembered yeah. how this show works. No, we've been going to this for like three and a half hours. So, um, Wild prediction? Uh, a, a normal prediction, like a realistic one and a wild one. Okay. No, I know how I know how that works. I just didn't yeah. I just didn't remember which one you were asking for first. Oh, whichever one Doesn't you're more prepared. For. It's only yeah. the two of us. Yeah. And I'm not more prepared for either one of them, you idiot. Uh a uh, uh, wild prediction, I'm going to say that uh <laughs> like you know how like during sporting events like like a cat or a squirrel get loose on the field. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that happens uh at a wrestling show. <laughs> Um, and 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 god willing uh the wrestlers don't have the same reaction that they do when a fan jumps the barricade i hope that it's a reaction like manu ginobili when there's a bat in the crowd and randy orton just fucking rko's like a fucking (laughs) squirrel or something oh god i hope it gets called to like randy orton just rko'd a bat 
Vintage Orton. God, I hope Pat McAfee's on the on the fucking. He'll literally break the table by jumping okay. on it. <laughs> um, I love that prediction that I just made. I I really do. I was gonna say I don't know why you're stressing over this because you always nail it. One year I think you said like a baby was gonna get involved. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, right, so what's, your, what, uh, no, what's your bullshit real one? My bullshit real one uh, will be that uh, a a celebrity will be involved in a match and get injured. Jesus. I don't I'm not happy about it for them. Just just But it's gonna happen. Just give me a random person who you think it might be. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh it's gonna be real unfortunate. Uh when I'm just trying to think of who runs in whose circles. Uh it's gonna it's gonna be very unfortunate when Jason Lee gets a compound fracture in an AEW ring. <laughs> What circles are you coming up with? Oh, Kevin Smith via Kevin Jericho? Smith. Yeah, yeah. We got there. And I was just like, oh, who's realistic enough? Who hasn't done anything in a while, but still you'd kind of be excited to put on TV? I just saw Jason Lee. Like Clerks 3 is coming out. I just saw Jason Reed jump off the second rope like Sid, and he just fall through the mat. Yep. But you can still see his legs poking out from underneath the ring. That's how broken it is. Oh. Disgusting man. Oh, well, I'm really proud of mine. You you know, my series, I guess I come up with a wild one real quick. Uh, you will, uh, an, uh, no, that's another animal thing. <laughs> animal thing. <laughs> I was like, an animal will win a championship. <laughs> but honestly, fuck it. I hope the 24-7 championship goes the DDT route. How is like a bottle or, of Jergens not won the fucking 24-7 an championship? Object, Nina yeah. Brooks got it right now. Fuck it. That's that's close to an inanimate yeah. object. No, an inanimate fucking object. Fucking Ralph finds an in Bruges. Well, here's hoping 2022 has all those things and more. Rich, thank you so much for being a trooper. For Rich, this is Mullet. Signing off for Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We are swogging off. You have to wait for your jokes, motherfuckers. Bing bong. Bing bong. We had we had Bischoff, we had Russo, shit was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um uh 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 Hey Roddy Strong, don't you regret not going to AW? Don't you regret not going to AW? Sorry. Yo, Tony Khan, I want you to give me a kiss right now. Oh what? Hey <laughs> yo! And we're done. Oh, no, hold on. Don't you remember Matt Hardy and MVP having that glizzy eating competition? Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.